Welcome to The Checkout. We catch up with previous Add to Cart guests and ask them five quick questions to get to know them better and leave you with a little extra inspiration to get you through your Friday. Today's Checkout features Katrina Vandervan and Catherine Olivia, co-founders of Lookbook. You may be surprised to learn that the plus-size market in Australia accounts for about two-thirds of all women, and it is worth a cool $6 billion. But that market is still considered a tricky one to go after by most mainstream brands. Doesn't quite add up, does it? Luckily, my guests today are taking steps to change that. Katrina and Catherine are just five weeks into the launch of Lookbook, a one-stop plus-size fashion shop. With 90% of size 14 plus customers feeling underserved by existing shopping options, Katrina and Catherine know they can make a serious difference in this space. They currently have 10 brands on board and are set to double this number in the next few months. Katrina and Catherine, thank you so much for joining us on The Checkout. We've heard all about Lookbook, but now we're going to learn a little bit more about you both. Five quick questions for you. Okay, let's do it. Number one, what's the weirdest thing that you've ever bought online? And you might have to identify yourself before you launch into your answer, depending on how bad your answers are. No, that's okay. That's okay. My name's Katrina. I'm an overly invested dog mum. So the weirdest thing I bought online was you can get little life vests for your dogs. So I bought each of mine one so I can take them stand up paddle boarding with me. Oh, good. Yeah. It's so actually somewhat embarrassing. <laughs> I can't compete with that answer. I, I maybe not in this forum. So <laughs> not safe for work. That's great. I'm, not PG rated. You so just you just taking it to the next level. <laughs> All right, number two. We might get an interesting answer here again. Who is your favourite retailer? Uh, my favourite retailer is Cos. So they're owned by H and M. I really like them because they do nice classic cuts, but that is with the caveat of saying it would be absolutely incredible if they could extend their size range because they generally only go to about 16. I'm going to caveat my answer with obviously excluding Lookbook's current brands because that would be a bit too much shameless oh, yes, self-promotion. <laughs> so my favourite brand at the moment is probably Commonry. So they're a new play from the parent company of Seed and French Connection. They've got an interesting model because they're doing a 10 to 22 size run. So it's not marketed as straight size or plus size. It's just marketed as really good quality, classic mm. basics for your wardrobe. And I think they're doing a really good job actually cutting pieces that fit across that size range. Yeah. Great examples. Thank you. Number three, which e-commerce practice do you wish was history? This blows my mind, Nathan, but some very, very large online stores and marketplaces use BMI to do fit. And, you know, you don't have to be a medical expert to know that a rugby player and a curve model might have the same BMI, and that is not going to tell you how anything's going to fit them. (laughs) Why have we hung on to BMI so, like, obviously I get it from a medical perspective maybe, but why is BMI still held up there? 
I think it's something that it assumes a level of homogeneity in body size and body shape. Mm. For us, we know that's not the case across the board, but more so it's it's not the case for the plus community. So it's, it works even worse for the people we're serving than it might do for someone who is straight size, which is why I really take issue with it. Mm. Oh, that's a good one. Catherine, anything from you? What have we got in there? What do you mean? These aren't pre-prepared questions. <laughs> <laughs> no, um, but it's, it's something that Katrina alluded to before, and that is that a lot of brands that do maybe offer plus-size ranges only offer them online. Mm. So that just isn't serving our market at all. All right. Can you recommend a book or a podcast that our listeners should immediately get into? Yes, I am a massive fan of Lady Brains. They feature a lot of startup entrepreneurs, all female founded. So I've been listening to that for many, many years now and I've learned a lot of lessons coming out of that. So great. across all industries? Yes, across all industries, which is great. I'm currently loving The Financial Feminist. So it is a US-based podcast by Tori Dunlap who is a millennial Gen Z finance guru. So it's really, really interesting and opened my eyes to, I guess, some of the ways in which traditional financial institutions uh, have disadvantaged women. So if you're a passionate feminist and interested in finance, that's definitely one to check out. Great stuff. Great recommendations. Thank you. All right. The last one I have for you. Finish this sentence. The future of retail is... Definitely having a presence in some way, shape or form in the metaverse. So we've seen this come to life just in the past week or two for the first fashion show that has been featured in the metaverse Mm. and also coupled with using Bitcoin or blockchain technology. So whether it's to understand the transparency of a supply chain or understanding the authenticity of a garment and we actually have an idea of how this can come to play in Lookbook in the near future. We have a designer who is also a really well-reputable artist in their own right. And so they will be making one-off pieces that will be available on the site. So really think of it as wearable art. And that way we can incorporate blockchain technology to make sure that it is, in fact, the garment that you think that you're buying or reselling. So, yeah. Wow. Five weeks in and already going to the metaverse. <laughs> <laughs> Katrina so and might, Catherine. I might end on a, a very optimistic note here, Nathan, and I think the future of fashion, hopefully, is one in which lookbook doesn't need to exist. And by this I mean where the line between straight size and plus size and, and even gendered clothing, male and mm-hmm. female clothing. Uh, Denny Totorovic, they're a great fashion influencer based in Melbourne, has talked a lot about degendering fashion. So I think moving towards a future where fashion isn't about separating people and putting them in boxes, but really just another vehicle for self-expression is, is the world I would like to live in. Yeah, there's a whole episode in that. I was going to ask a question, but I'm like, that's going to open up a can of worms and we don't have time for it. check out. So we're going to leave it there. <laughs> Katrina and Catherine, thank you so much for joining us on The Checkout. Thank you, Nathan. To hear more from Katrina and Catherine, jump back into episode 179, where Katrina and Catherine share their thoughts on the lucrative plus-size market that many brands are leaving behind. 
We also discuss the importance of fit and some other choice F-words and Lookbook's plans for global expansion. Thanks for listening, and until next time, keep adding to cart. Oh,